When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of the week that was. It's how we celebrate here at Steel Curtain Network. A busy week coming to a close, and we rehash it all for you. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. And I'm Dave Schofield, and I am just looking forward to talking about what's been going on with my good buddy here, Brian. Hey, I let's go. Let's dive into this. It was second week of free agency, and... A lot of people are like, oh, well, it slows down. The Steelers have just done just as much. People, you just don't realize it because not everything's coming as fast and furious. So let's go ahead and take a look. Uh, I guess we got to start with Sunday because, you know, obviously since the show runs on Sunday morning, we didn't talk about anything from, from Sunday. So here we are. And that is the Steelers. Well, we, we aren't start with Sunday, are we, Brian? I just realized that. Technically, it's Saturday night because late Saturday night is when the news went down. Were, yeah, that's. Were, were you up to hear that, or did you catch it Sunday morning? I went to bed probably about ten minutes before that all happened. <laughs> but it was yeah. a nice way to wake up, Dave. Yeah, well, I was asleep and woke up and had to write an article and then couldn't go back to sleep. But that's just me. But in case you wonder, what are they talking about? It was the big news. It was the biggest news of the week, and it was what it started off with. And that is that the Steelers agreed to terms, three-year deal, $24 million for the three years to guard Isaac Sayumalo. I'm getting used to saying that. I finally am. He was the number one guard out there from what a lot of places were ranking uh, the free agents. I, I, I've heard you talk about this. I heard you talk about it on the Here We Go Steelers show and other shows that you do. You really like this one, don't you? This is my favorite signing so far, really. I mean, including Patrick Peterson. I think this is perfect. I think this is a mainstay guy. Uh, Three-year deal, fantastic. I I absolutely love the Hawaiian toughness they're getting from the uh, from the lab of Andy Weidel. So, you know, keep it going. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure it was Kevin that said this on your show, um, or maybe I, maybe it was somewhere else. You'll, you'll be able to correct me if I'm wrong, but said, hey, wait a second. You just took, if he gets plugged in at left guard, you just took that to be your your number five spot on the line to your number one spot on the line. You think this guy's is, is the Steelers' number one guy now on the offensive line? Or maybe not, because you're muted. Ah! That's what you know what I have to say to you hitting the button. Can't wait. I bumped my, I bumped my mic and it muted me. <laughs> oh, Sorry. I love it. No, it's good now, stuff. Now I gotta go take that out, Dave. No, you don't. Yeah, this is how gonna, we are. <laughs> I'm gonna go cut out my mistake and we making fun of me. No, 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 I'm not letting you cut this out because you know why? This this is how it goes. So um do you think he's the number one lineman going into the season? 
Yeah, I, I, I really do. I, I think for the Steelers, this is perfect. And Kevin said this, and I asked him this question. He said, does this make a guy like Mr. Dan Moore Jr. better? He said, yeah, absolutely, yeah. it does. Whoever's yeah. at left tackle, he's going to make better, whether it's Dan Moore or whether it is a rookie first rounder or a uh, high second rounder. Yeah, and because it really is a full unit. If if those p- people that haven't played the offensive line might not understand, you, you're only as good as your weakest link. Yeah, your your left tackle and your right tackle. You, you don't. The further you get away from each other, the, the 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 less that it matters what that person's doing, and that's as far apart as you can get on the offensive line. But it, it really is the whole unit. And if you just think about it, if you're if you have a strong right tackle, they might line up their other their their best pass rusher on the left tackle. And therefore, it does affect what they're doing over there. So um, that was a big one. That's why we spent some time with it because um, it, it was what it was. I mean, there were some other things that went on on Sunday. Like, Real you know, quick that. on that. Go ahead. Yeah. James Daniels is still really good. Yeah, I think so, too. And just do you believe that there's been people out there saying, well, does this mean Daniels should get cut? What? <laughs> Did you watch Steelers games? I mean, you know what I have to say. I have to do it, right? I have to say it. You are, with all due respect, dumb. Yes. <laughs> You're not cutting James Daniels. Come on. All right. You know, if that comes back to haunt me, I don't care because that would I, I would be furious if that happened. So <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so the, I, I just liked it overall. Everything's building up. It's a lot to be excited about. More expectations for that unit. Um, some other signings from around the league of people, you know, thought maybe um, the Steelers could get. Adam Thielen went into Carolina. Um, the Eagles lost another player in safety. Uh, Chauncey Garner-Johnson went to the Lions for one year. Um, Which will mean something later in the show, by the way. Yeah, because, you know, like well, – Weidel can't make it all happen, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we, I, I had to do several updates of the salary cap this this week, um, starting on Monday. Which the big one was Larry Ogunjobi. He's been the biggest contract that the Steelers have signed uh, this year. But even his comes in um, on under five million for this year. That's great. You know, they they bring a guy back and it doesn't kill him this year, and they can still add. It's the new NFL, Dave. Yeah, it, it, it's what it is. You've got to spend some 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 dinero on the defensive line. You just got to do it. Um, speaking of defensive line, uh, their coach Carl Dunbar was at uh, Bowling Green's pro day. Um, maybe uh, have you been following the the different coaches going to pro days? Yeah, and I think it's great that all of these guys are getting experience out there. And like I say, you know, we have some guys on our Slack channel that says, oh, whoa, you know, Mike Tomlin's there, or Mike Tomlin's not there. They're not going to pick him. Ah, That's malarkey, not Mike malarkey. You know, he was an assistant coach before here. But all I'm saying is that you have one of these guys out there. They're the ones suggesting to Mike Tomlin and Andy Weidel and Omar Khan at the – they're, they're fighting for him in that war room. So, and these guys are sometimes second and third or fourth round picks, but yeah. they're looking out for their guys and they're like, Hey, what about this guy? What about this guy? And so this is a good thing. These guys can't be everywhere, but it, I would love to see stats of guys that were picked and whether Mike Tomlin or Omar Khan or Kevin Colbert, you know, cause he was the man at the time were the guy at the pro day. 
That's more work than I feel like doing. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know what? Because by the time these players are Steelers, I don't care if they were at their pro day. They're, yeah, I don't care if they're drafted by the Steelers. Who cares if you, they're – You know what? We yeah, should. Make... The only reason we know now is because we don't know who the guys are yet. We we should make Andrew Wilbar do it because he's the one <laughs> always bringing this crap up. Yeah. You know what? He probably would because I'm, I'm sure that guy is just, you know, wallowing on the floor, much like when the Steelers didn't draft Malik Willis, but wallowing on the floor after the NFL draft is over because he doesn't know what he's going to do for the next 360 <laughs> he, some days. He uh, this, this would be a great stuff, task yeah. for him. <laughs> he does amazing stuff. I like oh, fantastic him, stuff. And we both like to jest him, but yeah, come on. It's like the day after Christmas for him when when the draft is over at, um, on Saturday night. So uh, it it is what it is. I mean, they're they're going to draft these guys. Was it was it David DeCastro that they didn't go to his pro day? There was someone in there that they didn't expect to be there, and they might not have gone because um, they don't always do the West Coast stuff. And that was you know one of the few first round West Coast picks. Um, I I can't remember. We'll, we'll put Andrew on that. Um, but we're talking about coaches and going to pro days. The Steelers announced some stuff with their coaching staff. Uh, they announced Jason Brooks as a defensive quality control coach. Um, I whatever, however they want that to be. Now, was I want to make sure was he a coach that was that it was said he was going to the Steelers and they hadn't just announced what he was going to do? Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, I yeah, thought so. I, I think it was like that. And then Denzel Martin, who's been the assistant outside linebackers coach for several seasons, he's promoted to be the outside linebackers coach. I just have to remember these names and I will and give me another week and a half and I'll have them down. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, um, Hey, I'm, I'm happy with that. I, I'd still find, I'm still fine if they add more to the coaching staff. Um, but at this point, I don't know if that's really going to be in the cards because it's getting kind of late there. Um, still on Monday. I didn't think the reunion was with the Steelers, but it's a former Steeler. So we'll bring it up. Josh Dobbs back to the Browns for a year. Ugh. Uh, gosh, wow. He's uh, really forming a relationship at the mistake by the lake. Uh, that just means Steelers probably didn't try to get him back. Yeah, probably not. So uh, moving on to Tuesday, um, things came out. Uh, this was about um, um, Martin, you know, Mark Madden did an interview with, with Ben Roethlisberger, and there was talks of, you know, he got a call from the 49ers last year when they were in a desperate quarterback situation. But that also kind of seemed like it was blown out of proportion. Oh, this is not news. I put this in here because that's what everybody wants to talk about. It's not news. What happens if somebody calls you on the phone after you've retired or after you've left a position or called you on the phone now and says, Dave, do you want to come to ESPN? Do you want to go anywhere else? Do you want to cover the Ravens or something like that? You pick up the phone, you listen to what they have to say, then you talk to your wife and you decide, hey, do I want to get back in it? Do I want to leave here? Do I want to do that? No. You hear everybody out, just like Omar Khan is going to hear everybody that calls for the number 32 pick. You pick up the phone and you listen. Doesn't mean you have to go. People are saying that this is yeah, this is treason by Ben Roethlisberger for even thinking about it. Yeah, you think about it for a second. You think about it for a day, maybe. You're like, well... Do I have something left in the tank? Could I? Should I go to the 49ers? Nah, I, I'm good. But everybody yeah. thinks about stuff. 
Of course. That's that's what you do. I mean, honestly, your your example is pretty close other than being ESPN. But uh, within the last two years, I had the same thing happen with me. It was actually in the in a completely different profession than this about did I want to go back? And I was given the opportunity. And you know what I did? I thought about it. Didn't do it. So is that a big story? Yeah, you, you have to think it through. And Ben Roethlisberger, the guy he is, he always, you know, thinks it through and talks it over with his family. That's what he's done ever since he grew up, got married, and was more responsible. So the fact that he did that, that's what you would expect in all honesty. So the bigger news to me from, from Tuesday wasn't that. It was that the Steelers re-signed James Pierre. That was bigger news to me. Yeah. Great special teams. Your fourth defensive back as far as a corner. Take him and enjoy it. Remember, we talked about this the other day on the preview. You need to have Baltic and Mediterranean just like you need to have the blue ones, Park Place and, of course, Boardwalk. Exactly. I And you got commended for such a good analogy there, Brian. That was a good one. And what I like about this is they're like, but the Steelers didn't tender him. No, they didn't tender him as a restricted free agent. They signed him to a contract that was just about half of what it would have been otherwise, which was a reasonable contract. It's one year, 1.3 million. And the report right now is there was no signing bonus. So that means if he doesn't make the team, there's no dead money. Um, but that I, that's just what's reported now. I, I can't say that's what it is for sure. But we're halfway through the week. So we're about halfway through the show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and we're going to, the end of this week, we're going to fly right through it. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, here we go. Let's get on with it. Whoo, the week that was Wednesday, Brian. J.C. Hassenauer, he didn't sign, but he went and visited with the Giants. That's another one of the Steelers' restricted free agents that they did not tender. Um, do you think everything's all you – th- you, you think J.C. is going to be one of the G-men? I think the Hassenhera is over. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. A bump yeah, yeah, that's uh, take my wife, please tip your waiters and waitresses. My goodness, Brian, stop it. You know, all I'll say is look, look at the guys they're bringing in. They don't, they're probably not going to look at a guy because they have a lot of options at backup center. They might draft a, a center for the future, but they have Mason Cole, they have uh, Herbig who can do the job, you have Jet Daniels that can do the job. Uh, you know, there's, there could be other possibilities, you know, thank you for your service. Great yeah. job, JC. And, and that's about it. I mean, I hope he lands somewhere else. Yeah. And I mean, who knows? Maybe he does end up back in Pittsburgh because nothing's official yet, but in all honesty, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm working on doing a, a depth chart for, for the Steelers it, at the point with, when it comes to center and guard, I'm just going into your line because the, these guys, so many of them are interchangeable. It's really hard to classify one over the other. Um, speaking of some of these guys, they got numbers. They got new numbers. Um, were you were you impressed or really? You're the digit guy. 
You're the digit guy. What do you think of the new numbers assigned? I didn't have time to guess any of them. There's nothing spectacular because they're linebacker numbers, they're lineman numbers. I get it. The one thing I, I kind of thought like you did, 44 would go to a Landon Roberts because he wore it before, mm -hmm. not 50. So I kind of thought that was going to be a thing, but that that's some foreshadowing that you think and i love it and i'll let you say the foreshadow i don't want to oh, just but... maybe maybe the Derek watt era's era isn't over maybe they're just they're they're holding on to that who knows we'll see um so 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 that was good but there's also another one sad sad news on wednesday this is you've talked about it more than once and this this is but it's something that needs mentioned and that is during a a physical i think it was by the saints um, that that tight end Foster Moreau, someone that I wanted the Steelers to draft when he was coming out, um, but instead he got taken just before them. And they, they landed Zach Gentry instead. Um, was that he has Hodgkin's lymphoma, so he's stepping away from football. All right, so here's the thing with this. I I was talking about him as on a few shows as on my wish list if Gentry left. Yeah, and you know I like this guy. I liked him a lot, and when I found this news out, because, you know, you get draft crushes. You, you have guys, and I know you don't like to get draft crushes. I like this guy. I thought he would have been a great fifth rounder. He went, like you said, at the bottom of the fourth round. The Steelers had the second pick of the fifth round, so just about two picks before. They took Gentry, and Gentry's working out. That's great, but I was really hoping. And then here's the good thing, though. He doesn't find this if he's not a free agent, maybe. He had to take a physical with the New Orleans Saints, and they found this. And guys, get checked no matter where it is. You know, get physicals, even if you don't need them. Women, do the same thing. Don't do it when you have to. Don't do it when you feel something. Get it done. This is heartbreaking to me, but there's this is a situation where he can play again. We we've seen this with Mario Lemieux in hockey years and years ago. You know things have gotten so much better. We'll be praying for this guy. Yeah, I mean this is it's not about football. It's about life, and uh, it's just a name I remember because I thought it made sense. Sometimes I like to look at guys late in the draft that I think the Steelers you know could get them and it makes sense. But like like you say. You don't fall in love with them in, until they wear the black and gold. But this is a guy, he didn't wear the black and gold. But you know what? We can fall in love with him anyway. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. So um, we'll, we'll move on to, to, to Thursday. That's when you got the, the cryptic tweet. wasn't that cryptic. It was pretty obvious what was going on with Terrell Edmonds. We will come back to that um, a little bit later when there's more to say about that. Uh, but also that the, the 33rd team, they're they're – just one of these places that that does these kind of power rankings and whatnot. They did a post free agency power ranking. Had the Steelers at eleventh. I you, love it yeah. and I hate it all at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good or bad mm -hmm. thing. I think it's respect for what they're doing, and I think people are looking at them as, "Hey, they're bringing in the right pieces of the puzzle." It's not overly sexy what they're doing. But it's smart and it fits, and that's been what the Steelers have been for years and years and years. Not high-profile guys, but now they're looking at them. Now, and if I look at this, let's just go ahead and tally it up. Throw the NFC aside. You have KC, yep. you have the Bengals, you have the Bills, you have the Jags, 
you have the Chargers, and then so basically you have the Steelers at number six, and yep. who's right next to them? The Ravens at number twelve, so they're at number seven in the. I, 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 that's what I like is that they're ahead of the Ravens. They got the Jets right there too. Um, the, and you know what else is great here? Mm-hmm. That's three AFC North teams. Yeah, and the the Cleveland Browns are at number twenty. So that's mad respect for the best division in football, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, there were some odds that came out through DraftKings on Saturday. We weren't, I wasn't going to discuss it here. So, I mean, on Saturday, so I'll go ahead and say it now. They had the Steelers with the longest odds to to win the AFC North. They had the worst odds. So I'm like, good, uh, good I'll take that. You know, but here they have them second. Um, but but the other thing is, is the AFC North is just behind the AFC West in what division they believe will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, which is which is mad respect there. Um, to, so you got like the, the Steelers did lose a player. Where are we still on Friday? Is that where we are? No, <laughs> Thursday, we are, Friday. We're still on Thursday. Oh, are we? Okay. Well, because they 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 lost Trent Scott. For those of you that don't know who Trent Scott is. Uh, he played that one snap that Chooks of was off the field in 2022. And uh, he also did play some Jumbo Titan. You know, don't do not do the, the owls here. Don't go who, who, who. Yeah. If you follow the Steelers, you know that he was one of, the, one of the 53rd guys on the roster. But very important to have that swing tackle. And uh, we're going to be talking about that when we get to Friday. So yeah. looks like that swing tackle might be replaced. Yeah, and and right before we get to it is there there were some new rules thrown out by the competition committee uh, that they're going to be discussing at the league meeting. I'm pretty sure going on this weekend. One of the, a couple of them. I'm just going to say this. It's there's a lot of stuff about about kicks and everything. I'm they're confused. they're really trying to make it to where the kickoff team on a kickoff can't force the team to return it. That's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, even if it doesn't reach the end zone, if you fair catch it inside the 25, we're going to put the ball at the 25. So that way it's not up to the to the kicking team to choose if there's going to be a return. It's really solely at, at the discretion of the receiving team. Is that just for kickoffs or is that for punts too? That's just for kickoffs. But okay. they also suggested that for punts, you know, making touchbacks the same for both kickoffs and punts. Because right now it's at the 25 for kickoffs, 20 for punts. They were just moved to the 25 for punts as well. Okay. So number of, of kicking things, but the league's got the league's got to vote on. Of course, then there's all this replay stuff, you know, um, with penalties and things like that. that are we going to replay them? Didn't they learn their lesson in 2019? about replaying penalties yeah you know but i kind of i kind of disagree with you on that a little bit i know it didn't go well but i thought in theory it was a good idea but you had the refs kind of being like all right we hate this role this is gonna make us look bad and you know what they they didn't overturn them which stuff should have been overturned and it it kind of felt like they rebelled against it and to I'm me, the referees. To, yeah, I know. But to me, you're talking about reviewing a judgment call and making a different judgment call. Like if you if you rule your judgment is that the player was down short of the goal line and it's reviewed, you can see are they down short of the goal line or are they not? You are taking one judgment and you're replacing it with another judgment based on slow down, look at everything, and kind of rethink the whole thing. To me. I don't mind the replay if you're actually replaying something that's concrete and not subjective. So to review the subjective to co- by judging it subjectively, 
is is where I think you really get into some murky waters, and I think that's what happened in 2019 with the with the pass interference penalties. Is is, but that, I mean, we don't have to agree on this. This is what makes us yeah, fun. and I get it. But I mean, I think about the Cam Hayward thing last year against Baltimore, where where that was just an egregious thing where he got nailed yeah. for for a roughing penalty because he was just trying to get out of there and they were doing all this stuff and you could see it after the fact and he gets nailed for a 15 and it it, it could have ruined that entire game for them so you, you know there's just stuff that i wish they would look at but i know these yeah. games can't go well, on forever I, I understand i mean sorry that we're taking a little bit of time on this but my goodness i don't mind using replay to get it right i just can't stand when replay gets it wrong yeah. I mean, whether by not correcting it or like what happened with the pass interference rule and week two with the Steelers in 2019, where the right call was made on the field and they overturned it. That wasn't pass interference. And they called it and they overturned it to make it pass interference. And for that reason, they basically shut down overturning them for half the season because of that bad call. Yep. So my thing is, if you're going to have replay, it's used to get it right. Don't make it such a crazy thing that a right call gets overturned to do the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> Jesse James caught that ball. Yep. Um, we, we we all know how that goes. So, whew, man, we're 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 moving through the week, man. Friday, there was a lot of movement going on here. The Steelers lost some players to other teams. We finally figured out exactly where Terrell Edmonds was heading to. He was heading. You know, um, heading to the Eagles after C.J. Garner-Johnson went to Detroit. It's another one-year deal for a safety. Um, I haven't heard what that amounts for yet. Thoughts on the loss of T.E.? The Steelers did not try to keep this guy because with a one-year deal, that you know, he just didn't get what he was getting and it was time for him to get out of, out of there. And I don't blame him. He wanted to stay with the Steelers. I... I firmly believe, but I, I don't think this is probably going to be an amazing contract for him. The Steelers didn't show him the love that he needed. And when it happens two years in a row, you know, don't play for free. So I have no problem with this. I also wonder though, did the Eagles and Steelers just all get in a room and draw straws for which Pennsylvania <laughs> team to play for? That's a great question. Uh, um, Sure, maybe why not? Well, uh, you know what? If if they're like, all right, we'll let you guys have Sam Allo, but you got to give us Edmonds. I'm like, all right, uh, Oh well, I mean, I still don't know what the Steelers are going to definitely do there. Now they might have to have a employee a different philosophy at safety if they're going if it's going to be um, Minka and KZ, or they're going to have to add another player that's more like Edmonds. Hey. Get your popcorn ready. Got to sit back and see. Uh, you know, let me say one more. Oh, say, let me say one more thing about that because you said that don't know what they're going to do. They know what they're going to do because they, if they needed him, this isn't where yeah. he just said, "Guys, I'm leaving." Yeah. This is just somewhere where you know they didn't tender him an offer to make him stay. So they already had a plan way in advance. They have a backup plan for him leaving. Yeah. So the thing is. Uh, they have a plan. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, that's that's bottom line. Nor uh, should we. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm okay. We don't have to know everything going on. Um, that's like people get upset when Mike Tomlin doesn't disclose everything in a press conference. I'm like, you can get frustrated because he speaks that way, but do you really want him saying these things? I don't. No, I, I don't want him saying those things. I don't want other people yeah. knowing. 
Yeah. So but the, the Steelers lost a, another player. They lost Steven Sims. He went to the Texans. We talked about this in the preview that I said when it came to the wide receiver depth chart, you can't have three guys that are just all special teamers like they did last year when you had Sims and Boykin and Olszewski. You can't have you you can't have that much of your depth chart being taken up with guys that are just that their main job is special teams. So you couldn't have all of them. And that could be Calvin Austin the third in that mix too. Yeah. So when I know he wasn't there last year, but he's going to be in the mix this year. So yeah, th- this isn't. Remember, Stephen Sims was the last wide receiver. He was on the bubble. Yeah. And and he got in and he did some good things when he got in, especially towards the end of the year, they were going towards him like they did Ray Ray McLeod last season. So with that being said, you know, I get it, but he deserves a chance to go somewhere else where he might Texans are a great place for this guy. They lost Brandon cooks. They have an opportunity to, to have the guy do something for him, he might get a chance like McLeod got in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it works. Uh, best of luck to him. Um, don't play that well against the Steelers if you ever do. And yeah. we're, and we're all good. So uh, the Steelers did make another signing. They lose Trent Scott. So you need someone else to tackle to, to, to kind of fill that role. So they brought in o- offensive tackle, the Steelers Clark. Um, sorry. I I'm not going to, say his name well i am because it's great death for the picket fence to bring in that's so la raven <laughs> yeah um that's um was wasn't there also a problem when the sealers had the mayor whose last name was ravenscroft yeah they made yep. change it <laughs> yep. so yeah that's kind of a tough one but this is really just another person to be there uh for depth and we'll see how it works and everyone's to talk about how it ties to philadelphia but when you play six seasons in the NFL, one of them was in Philadelphia. Yeah, there's some familiarity, but it's not like this guy was was uh, um, got all his experience no. by the Eagles. It was one season. Yeah, but so it makes makes for good headlines. Yeah, it does. And but then that we that, that wasn't it for for Friday. We were almost done. We're still waiting for this one because it was reported that Friday the Steelers brought in Bud Dupree for a visit. We don't have any reports yet, but. Uh, this was something that's kind of been on the radar ever since it was believed he was going to be released by Tennessee, even before that happened. It's simple. If he's healthy, if the price is right, and if he knows his role, this is a great thing. Bring him in and sign him if all those boxes get checked. Exactly. And the thing is, you could use three outside linebackers on the field at one time with him, and you might not have to use much more than three total throughout everything um i i, I kind of like that division of labor if he's up for it like you said the, the health there and then to finish it up it's the weekend there's usually not a lot a lot of news but the steelers did sign back another player zach gentry back with the steelers everybody loves this guy and what i love about it the most is finally a project we hear about all these guys are projects for the steelers on draft day this guy's a project this guy's a project well you know what the project finally paid off. He was hurt. He didn't get a lot a lot of reps his first season. Second season, he was hurt. And third season, eh, he started to play better. So I've, and then the fourth season, he got a lot of reps. So I will go ahead and, and celebrate this because it fits what they need to do. You have, this does not make Connor Hayward's job any different. Connor Hayward's going to get a lot of opportunities. 
So don't worry about that. I, I like this whole thing. Yeah, and and this was brought up weeks ago on the Scobro show where it was saying, oh, well, if Muth goes down, do you really want Gentry to be the guy filling in? No, if Muth goes down, the guy that fills in that role is Connor Hayward. But you need someone for the Zach Gentry role. You talked about Bud Dupree, if he comes in, if he's healthy, if the money's right, and if he knows his role, Zach Gentry knows his role. Absolutely. And you've got to love players that know their role. So, Brian, that's the week. I love it. Good week. Yeah. Really good week. I'm optimistic again. Yeah. So um, we'll, we're here. You'll keep coming from us. This Fans for Sports Network. This is great. We're rolling on. Um, make sure you're checking out all our podcasts. We've got the our, our regular lineup for you. Um, later on today, you could you can catch Kyle Christ doing the, the QA, and then we'll roll into the week with your let's rides, go get bad language on Monday. A lot of those things. Hey, check out the hangover. Sorry, bad. I know it's not it's not you anymore. Um change it up. Those guys, those guys are doing a good job. Those guys are great. Yeah. I mean, okay. look, I, I don't mind at all. And I don't have to get the accolades. I want my guys to get the accolades, and they're okay. our guys. You, Shannon you White is doing a great chrysalis. job. <laughs> you chrysalis. formed that chrysalis, and those and they emerged and they're they they spread their wings. And it's it's a it's it's pretty fun to listen to those guys. So check out whatever. Daniel, check out Shannon. So it's a great yeah. show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, um, and of course, you know, just just what we bring. You know, if if you're here listening and you don't know, check us out anywhere you get your podcast. You get the whole. Go go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe. You'll get them all. You'll have them. You'll get to choose through and and really check them all out. So, Brian, what do you want to say here to close us up here this week? All I want to say is you keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for those hypocycloids. Yeah.